Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. back everyone to a brand new episode of the agents of mace podcast my name is luke we also have drew and elisa here i'm actually off site today but drew and elisa will be taking over the show here in just a few minutes if you're brand new here we'd like to welcome you to the agents of mace podcast we talk exclusively about marvel content and we're going to be talking about a new series today before we get into the series i would like to ask a few things first off Thanks so much for being here. If you'd like to learn more about us, you can check us out on our social handles. We're pretty much Agents of Mace everywhere, but be sure to check out the description or the show notes. We'll have the relevant links there. Uh, please follow, subscribe to the podcast. We have lots of episodes out, so if you're brand new here, there's plenty to catch up on. So go subscribe. That way you can get updates for the new episodes coming out later on. If you'd really like to support us, check out our Patreon page. We are new to Patreon. We're going to start putting out some exclusive content there. So you can go see what membership options are. Choose the one that fits you best, and we'd love to see you there. Um, and please say hi to us. We would love to engage with our community more. Uh, we'll be asking questions along the way, and we'd love to you get you to engage with us through all of our social media posts. So just want to get that out there first. We really appreciate all of the listeners and the support that we're getting. But now we're going to dive into this episode. So please stick around. As I said, I'm off site, but you may hear my notes throughout the episode. But please enjoy as we dive into this new world of Marvel as we talk about what if. That's right. We did it. We got to finally see what if number one titled what if dot 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 Captain Carter was the first Avenger. Really long title. <laughs> that was what got me first when I started it. I was like, oh, is this what all the titles are going to be like? They're super long. Oh, hopefully. I love it. <laughs> um, but it kind of goes through just like a quick recap for everyone. Uh, so we get to see basically Captain America, the movie, uh, the first Avenger. But instead, something goes wrong. Peggy gets the super soldier serum and goes through the events of the Captain America movie. Ta-da. 
that's the recap <laughs> of the episode. That's pretty much what happens. Um, so we'll just kind of jump right in. Oh my gosh. I don't know why, but I thought because it was an animated show that it would be less violent. But boy, oh boy, like right out of the gate, they're shooting people, killing people. I was like, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. It does not show wounds on Steve whenever he gets shot. That's true. I was I was like waiting, like, what, what are we going to get here? And it wasn't much because I kind of I figured that this would skew a little bit younger. Um, mm-hmm. And I can kind of see that, but they're not completely turning it into into like a kid show. Like you were saying, like there's still a ton of of animated violence yeah. in this episode. I'm I'm interested to see. So I have a niece who, uh, you know, she's she's young enough that maybe she shouldn't watch some of the Marvel movies, some of the later ones. Um, like if you think about like uh, Black Panther, right? The scene in the club or whatever, that's kind of violent to show a little <laughs> kid. People are getting shot, stabbed, flipped around. Um, so when this started, I kind of was like, oh, cool. Like I can be like, hey, watch this. And then you can listen to our podcast and we'll talk about it. And it'll be great. Um, and then the episode started and I was like, oh, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> it's, it's a it's a little it's a little hard right off the start, but you are right. I feel like they took this show and are kind of trying to make it not as bad. Like they're not showing blood. They're not showing gore, things like that. Yeah. Um, I'm interested to see wh- how that happens with the zombies stuff, but uh, I guess we'll <laughs> see when we get there. Um, so apart from that, my first thought watching this episode was boy, oh boy, jacked peggy is huge she is a giant of a person like steve she's rogers She-Hulk. like i get it he he like he beefed up a little bit but she i mean she's like nine feet tall at one point she stands next to that doctor that doctor i was like oh my gosh she's so huge yeah not in a bad way in a good way i think the part of uh, what makes her such a great cap is that she was starting out like with an advantage over little shrimpy <laughs> steve because like she was not infirm. She was yeah. not uh, sickly. And she was like a normal hot instead of a little shrimp. And so like she like she did get really, really jacked, like you said. Yeah. And but I love that Steve is not intimidated by it. And he even says that her her outside matches her inside after she has the super <laughs> serum. I was like, that's so sweet. <laughs> Yeah, just I just pick him up and carry him in a little bucket. Yeah, she really could. I really do like young Steve in this. Uh, he is voiced by, I wrote it down. He's voiced by Josh Keaton. Um, Pretty good and, ringer for Chris Evans. <clears throat> yeah, really good. At first, I, I double took for a moment because I was like, I know we talked about this, that Chris Evans didn't do the voice. But like, are we sure Chris Evans didn't do the voice? <laughs> So I was almost like, I wonder if, if they were just like, hey, do your best Chris Evans impersonation. And he nailed it. I mean, <laughs> I think if you didn't know or you weren't really paying attention, you'd probably think like, oh, that's Chris Evans. Yeah. So I thought that was really good. Um. Well, next we kind of get to see, you know, a little bit more of this behind the scenes with Peggy being like shoehorned out of things because she's a woman and like. I, I felt like that was a really strong 
choice for them to make to be like, see, like in your face, all you stupid sexist people, like she <laughs> can, she's Whitford. better. Yeah, she's better than everybody. <laughs> Meanwhile, the you know the lead army general or whatever is like she can't do it she's a woman and then immediately she starts kicking butt and he starts taking all the praise for it so yeah and especially considering that her her nexus event in in this episode is that she decides to stay in the room instead of go up into the booth during uh during the injection and Mm -hmm. so it's her refusal to be outside of this fear that winds up giving her this greater role in the war i was like oh that's Mm -hmm. pretty cool pretty pretty cool (laughs) i thought it was really cool and i'm a big uh like world war ii hero like superhero science experiment nerd so i really like things like captain america and uh hellboy and stuff like that where it's like they're spawned out of these weird experiments and so i've always had this little bit of me inside that's like oh that would be so cool if it was real (laughs) and this was like oh my god i wish this was real for me this was i mean sorry chris evans sorry captain america (laughs) but this was way better i wish that this was what captain america was um so so as we yeah yeah so as we kind of go into talking about uh her getting her suit uh we're gonna toss it over to luke and he's gonna tell you what he thinks about the beginning of this episode hello agents this is luke reporting in i'm here to share my thoughts on the first episode of what if so before i dive into that i remember seeing the first initial kind of um trailer or at least the steals for this and it's so intriguing because you know, we're not used to getting um, some new animated related uh, Marvel content. So seeing this, I was very intrigued by it. And after watching this first episode, I'm very excited to see where this could go. So in this first episode, we are basically seeing this new version of Captain America. But it's what if something happens and Steve Rogers did not get the serum. And in this sense, we get Peggy Carter takes a serum, which is really fascinating. So just want to go over a few highlights in this episode for me. I really enjoyed the animation. I thought it was really fantastic. Um, We're kind of being told this new series of stories through this new character and very curious to to who this person is. I believe he calls himself the Watcher. I'm not very familiar with that, so hopefully we'll get some kind of reveal down the road very curious that this is someone we actually already know but they're just trying to disguise themselves hard to say because we don't really see their face we just kind of see this this figure and these and the eyes so curious on that but going into this episode we kind of get this mixture of like this remade captain america with also a little bit of iron man kind of thrown in which is really cool so now instead of steve rogers uh, becoming captain america we see that something goes on something goes wrong he gets shot and you know hydra's basically trying to take this this place down so peggy has to jump into action jumps right into the machine and now she becomes captain carter so a little bit different from captain america instead of kind of going more towards the usa she's more focused around um britain her shield is a little bit different you see the british flag versus uh the usa flag Uh, this is a nod to captain britain so we get a couple of nods there one being kind of the shield the other one being the sword as he uh in the comics um he carries a sword which is called the sword of might 
So I thought it was really cool to kind of get more nods to comic references there. Thanks, Luke. We really appreciate you jumping in here, even though you couldn't be here. So I wanted to point out that not only does she get this awesome new suit, which, as Luke told you, is kind of modeled after a Captain Britain-esque sort of thing. She got her sword later in the episode and stuff. But um, so I was actually just in Germany and got to see the Brandenburg Gate. And when she was standing on top of it, I was like, I've been there. I've, I've been there. I've been right there when she's knocking out all those people. And uh, immediately she starts tearing apart all these Nazis in this, like, I don't know, armored caravan. And boy, oh boy, she does not hold back. I think she kills like 15 people in the first fight scene that she's in. She's like blowing up cars, knocking people out with her shield. And then that big guy comes up and uh, he's like, oh, they sent a woman to do a man's job, whatever stupid macho line he says. And then she breaks his knee. And I saw it. I saw his knee go backwards. And I was like, oh, oh, my God. <laughs> Peggy, Captain Peggy's awesome. Uh, she and we get, she rescues all the boys. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And uh, we get to see the evil Nazi scientist. And she steals back the Tesseract, which... You know, like we're going to talk about a little bit later, but this this really was like a condensed version of Captain America. So we're, we're getting all the main plot points of the Captain America movie, but like thrown at us really quick. And I don't know. I kind of liked it. I thought it was kind of a, a neat way to to get through stuff. Um, Having watched this, I feel like in my heart... <laughs> If they had had the Tesseract at the same point in the movie that they do in this show, the Howard would have also made Peggy the super suit. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. A hundred percent. Because he's she like her biggest like... cheerleader. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she would have been Captain Carter in a Iron Man suit. Hydra Stomp Peggy. Which, yeah, <laughs> Hydra Stomp Peggy. So <laughs> I I really like the, uh, the Hydra Stomp, I don't know, suit. But it was weird to me that Howard made it f- not for him. Like, uh, I get that he made it for Steve, but I kind of felt like, oh, we're going to see like Howard Stark as an Iron Man. And then Steve got it. And I was like, Ugh, I mean, all right, I, I understand trying it. to get out of doing this. Like, yeah, whenever true. they're like, Stark, get in the thingy. He's like, I'm not getting in the thingy. <laughs> and then uh, later on, like, Peggy basically makes him go with them whenever they're like doing their final storming of the castle. And he's like, oh, I, don't, I don't really. Yeah. And he doesn't even change. He's still like still wearing his little vest. His I little know. I was going to say that. How, like, how did he pants. run so fast in those yeah, fancy dress pants? That he's seems not practical. He's not the action guy. Like he says, he's the buttons guy. Yeah. Uh, I did really like that um, we get to see some another couple parts from the movie with the red skull here. Where, you know, he gets the he gets the Tesseract early on. And then when he, like, walks through the shadows and pulls his fake face off, I was like, oh, it's, it's like, straight from the movie. It's so creepy. Ah. <laughs> uh, but uh, I, I really liked, I think, like, everything about this episode. I was so excited <laughs> the whole time. I was like, this is so neat. Um, so as we kind of talk about, you know, this being sort of a trimmed down Captain America movie. Before we get to the part with the train, we're going to toss it back over to Luke to hear his thoughts. 
we get back some uh, other familiar characters. I mean, Red Skull's still here. Um, a lot of the core crew, we see Bucky. Uh, so everyone's kind of here. Um, we, we follow, we get more time with, uh, with um, Howard Stark, uh, which is really interesting. So outside of that, we get introduced to the Hydra Stomper. So this is a suit made by Howard Stark. This resembles what Tony creates in the first Iron Man movie. Some differences here, though, uh, we don't have the arc reactor, so we're getting this suit that's powered by the Tesseract. They're able to hold on to the Tesseract and power the suit, which is really cool. And now Steve Rogers is within the suit, which is really fascinating. It really shows, like, he is a true hero. He doesn't want to give up, but he is limited. He is still that skinny, weak kid, and he does not have the super soldier serum. So... The suit is kind of amplifying him, but you see that he doesn't want to give up. He still stays true to Steve Rogers. He's still true to Captain America. He's just, in this sense, he's not Captain America. He's the Hydra Stopper. Whereas with Peggy becoming Captain Carter, it's a whole new world. She's already, she doesn't have the health implications that Steve Rogers has. So we're kind of seeing a healthy female become elevated. And now we have like this the super soldier uh, Peggy Carter, which is really incredible. And she does not hold back. The action scenes in this are very impressive. She has no problem taking down Hydra. She is going after Red Skull. And all of these moments are really cool. It's really fascinating to see, you know, a two plus hour movie kind of thinned down into a 30 minute episode. They hit all the high points. We get the train scene again. We get some nods to the movie, but in this case, it's actually Steve Rogers that has to stop the train and ends up getting uh, falling off the mountain, which we think he's dead, but turns out no. Hydra was able to capture him. They're holding him hostage, but because he was in a suit, it protected his body. So, you know, he's not dead. So curious to see if, if we'll see more of him down the road. Alrighty, thanks, Luke. So kind of jumping right off of what he was talking about. Um, so the train scene, it's like the big climax of the Captain America movie where we kind of get to see some of these other characters do stuff. We've got Dum Dum Dugan, we've got Bucky. Um, and this is kind of where we lose Bucky and what really sets him off into being the Winter Soldier. So I thought it was interesting that A, we didn't lose Bucky there was the joke about almost ripping his arm off. <laughs> we lose Steve, but then they get Steve back. And so I'm wondering if in this universe there is no Buck, like there is no Winter Soldier. I feel like they've got to have picked someone else. Like they had to have had another soldier that they captured and used their mm. Nazi super serum on him. Mm. But I love that. In this universe, Bucky very likely has a long and happy life and never has to deal with being a Winter Soldier. <laughs> yeah, but I he mean, won't but... be friends with Sam. No, he won't. But he, he has Steve, because <laughs> Steve is fine. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his, yeah, his best friend. He gets to keep him. Mm, yeah. So, but once again, you know, there's this separation between Peggy and Steve. And it's like, dang it, this is an alternate reality. We should be alternately happy. Yeah, I do like that they kept the uh, the like romantic flair between Peggy and Steve. Um, Me too. It, I thought that it 
it added a little bit and it was fun to see like quote cap and iron man like fighting you know the nazis together i thought that was fun and (laughs) man oh man (laughs) sorry just whenever they were playing like they weren't playing they were fighting nazis together and ever since the movie zoolander came out anytime there's a lot-hearted scene where something clearly terrible is also happening i just hear the song jitterbug playing in the background (laughs) it should have been playing i mean when they're flying around blowing up all those planes i was like here we go just peggy and steve on a murder spree i mean i get that they're nazis they're bad but but this is murder yeah there she's like ripping people out of planes thousands of feet above the earth but a lot-hearted romantic montage (laughs) yeah yeah we really get to see the relationship grow yeah they were like better friends i feel like in this show because they aren't separated by the uso tour or anything like that Mm -hmm. they like they genuinely build this bond over mm-hmm. the course of the episode and i was like you guys <laughs> it is funny cute. how they they like sort of explained that away they were just like oh yeah we made this costume for you for the uso tours but you're not gonna do she's like i'm not gonna do that like, oh, okay <laughs> see i thought that they weren't putting her on the uso tour because they were embarrassed that their experiment didn't go right oh yeah i wait and it would be weird i guess to send like I, you know those Britain. dudes would be like <laughs> but the the soldiers would probably be like all right jacked lady <laughs> <laughs> they would have uh, put her in one of the like dancer suits though it'd just be like super huge yeah yeah <laughs> it would have looked strange uh so we kind of get to see the the ending of captain america gets changed um and we we go in they break in. She recruits Howard to come with her because, you know, what if there's a button they need to press? Thought that was pretty funny. They're best um, friends. <laughs> yeah. They bring Howard in and fight their way into, well, let's see, the, how, what are they, the Howlers, right? I think that's what the Dum Dum Dugan, all of them are. Um, they go and rescue Steve, who is plugged into some sort of like charging station which i was like well this is this seems pretty i don't know convenient convenient yeah <laughs> like they're just it like charges, hey, just... but not enough yeah well it charges not enough but he so he falls but then he gets up and then he's fine so i was like Wait. until he's not whenever he really needs to be yeah true <laughs> um so he goes up to help Peggy, who has basically confronted the Red Skull, opening a portal to another dimension, another world. We don't really know. He just opens this portal up, and this creature starts sticking his tentacles through, which I thought was funny because I just watched Suicide Squad a couple days ago. So I was like, what is, like, why are we doing all these, like, weird tentacled ocean creatures as monsters now? But, uh, Star of the Conqueror. Yeah. <laughs> so, I was so convinced throughout the whole episode that it was going to be Loki. <laughs> oh, I was I was too. As soon as he opened it and he was like, oh, we're pulling in the, uh, the head of Hydra or whatever. I was like, oh, it's going to be Loki. And it's going to be weird. <laughs> I really hoped that Loki would show up and just be like, oh, I'm not about this. I don't know what <laughs> y'all have got going on here, but I'm not for it. And I want to go home. <laughs> They should have brought alligator Loki. That that would have been great. That would have worked. He would have done it. <laughs> uh, so immediately, 
this creature who uh, we kind of think we know who it is. Um, I don't know. We I'll let Luke tell you a little bit more in a minute about who we think it is. But basically, this tentacled creature comes, immediately grabs Red Skull and squishes him. Gone. Red Skull's gone. <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh, oh. That was I was not expecting that. I thought like sure he'd like knock him out or something, but he just squished him. He's gone. So that's going to be interesting when they have to go get the soul stone later. Because who's going to be there? Mystery. The tentacle monster. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll toss it over to Luke. He'll tell you a little bit more about who we think this tentacled monster is. We see the Red Skull use the Tesseract to summon something he's trying to bring down uh you know earth the universe um you know his mission is just kind of destroy and kind of put hydra at top so he opens up the portal but we're not really sure what we're seeing here this could be suma gorath if i'm pronouncing this correctly shuma gorath which is an ancient force of chaos this is essentially like a godlike being um, part of what is called the old ones or the mini angel, angeled old ones. Um, very has a Lovecraftian feel here, which is pretty interesting. Though we don't get to see this creature in full form, so it's hard to say if we actually are seeing uh, Shumagorath here, which is essentially like this tentacled, one-eyed creature, but we never get to see a one eye we see the tentacles and we see this mouth so it's unsure if this is this creature or if this is just basically a octopus squid type creature um but maybe we'll see see this creature again i don't know yet um and then at the very end we see that peggy goes through the portal we get that save me dance moment one more time which is a classic nod to the movie but now we see that uh, Peggy jumps all the way into the first Avengers movie where now she's seeing Nick Fury and Hawkeye. So I think it's a guarantee that uh, Captain Carter is going to be a regular through these episodes. I'm very curious to see who else may be a reg- uh, regular and kind of the order that they're going to go in. It's hard to say. I'm wondering, are we going to see all of the different films kind of told in this new story if they're going to pick very specific ones and if so how are they all going to merge together like what are we leading to clearly they are talking about the multiverse still so that seems that this is going to go into that in some way but maybe this is just some form of like what's going on in maybe these other universes uh, when things are changed so really curious to see what this could lead to i'm very excited to check out future episodes and that's my thoughts um if there's any downside to this i thought the dialogue was not the greatest some of the jokes they made didn't work for me but the animation and the action and hearing these voices that we're familiar with was really exciting so it still has me hyped for future episodes so that's my thoughts this is luke signing off Alrighty, thanks luke so yes we think the tentacled monster maybe sumagorath I don't really know anything about him other than looking him up before uh, we did the podcast. So I'm not going to speak on him much, but look him up if you dare. Tell us what you think. Who is the tentacled monster? 
I guess it doesn't really matter because Peggy pushes him through the portal. And then later we see her burst through the portal with a bunch of chopped up bits of him. So <laughs> they just covered in octopus. <laughs> uh, I thought it was interesting when she burst through the portal. So Steve Rogers, when he's Captain America, sinks to the bottom of the ocean, freezes in an ice cube. And that's how he survives. Peggy goes through a portal with a monster and then comes out of the portal. And here we go again. I definitely thought Loki was going to be there. (laughs) She comes out in the first Avengers movie of the portal standing in front of Nick Fury and Clint Barton, which I thought was interesting. So I was like, oh, so wait, is Clint bad? Is he being mind controlled right now? Or are we not there yet? I don't know. Is there going to be a follow-up to this episode where we see Peggy leading the Avengers in the first Avengers movie? Yeah, and I want to know how all these movies are going to tie together, movies, how all these episodes are going to tie together. Like, is there an overall overarching storyline or is it going to be like, what if Peggy was Captain Carter? What if T'Challa was Star-Lord? And like, it's just going to be these single like what if episodes or like, will they tie them together? And there is a story and we're going to see maybe a couple different people being different heroes. I guess we'll know next week because if next week's episodes a standalone, then begs to say the rest of them will be standalones. Or maybe they seem standalone at first and then some threads start to emerge as we go. Yeah. Yeah, I I mean, we have to assume that these are all variants and they're variants because of their Nexus event. So it it would be weird for so Peggy Carter becomes Captain America or what uh, Captain Carter. But then like that also changes everyone else's future. I don't know. It's just. Marvel, tell us how time works. Like, I, I don't understand. So, I don't know. I'm excited. I'm very excited about this series. I think it's really cool. And mm-hmm. uh, I guess Luke's negative. So we'll we'll give you know our negative thoughts. Luke's negative was that there was some poor dialogue, and <laughs> I just you know, it's animated. I did mm-hmm. like the animation style. It was like between animated and like rotoscope. So I I thought that that was kind of cool, but it's maybe a little bit harder to emote certain emotions at times being animated as opposed to being live action. So I'll, I'll let it slide. I think it was good enough for me. I think the only negative was that it was, it was too fast. I wanted (laughs) it. it, I wanted it to be a whole movie. Yeah, that was, I mean, I, I get what Luke is saying about the dialogue, but I also realized that this was probably the first one that went into production. Mm-hmm. So it it might just be that they haven't quite found their groove yet with this one. And again, it didn't bother me that bad. And there's only a couple lines that I was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> uh, what you said about the pacing, yeah, it's probably just that I'm used to these other Disney Plus shows that kind of let those moments breathe a little bit more, that they're not changed to, uh, like, a runtime or anything. 
that I would have liked for it to have been, you know, just a little bit slower so that some of these moments mm-hmm. can land. And but at the same time, like this is animation. Mm-hmm. It's totally different. If you let a moment breathe, it's like two more weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. I'm having to draw. And again, if it's supposed to be uh, leaning a little bit more at a younger demographic, they've got to keep that pace up because you're not going to have a kid's attention mm-hmm. if you slow down. That's so, true. like, I get it. And I'm anxious to see if some of these things. Uh, pop up in subsequent episodes because I've seen I've seen some earlier views and some reviewers said this one's their favorite some of them said the next one is way better some of them said the third one is way better so it we're just we're gonna have to wait Mm -hmm. and see how -hmm. everything is gonna how it's all gonna shake out yeah basically meaning you as listeners are gonna have to wait to see what we think is the best episode but I'm sure you all have your own favorite episodes so be sure to let us know what your favorite episodes were on social media, or you can join our Patreon, and you can listen to these episodes early and exclusive episodes that are only on Patreon. So, <gasps> like the one that we just recorded—that's so funny. It's true. It's it's true. <laughs> so, yes, the that one may come out public after this series, but if you want to listen to it now, go check it out. We watched some of the Legacy movies, and boy, oh boy, do we have a lot to say. a lot of it's a little catty (laughs) (laughs) sorry kevin bacon um well are there any last thoughts on this episode hang on reviewing my notes (laughs) just kind of randomly i guess one of the lines that made me laugh out loud was whenever stark pops up whenever peggy and steve are like clearly on a date (laughs) he goes (laughs) Barn stole a Jeep. <laughs> Bucky just cruises into the background. Yeah, like, what are they I doing? Yeah. <laughs> are they going to just go driving? <laughs> I guess. And, like, everyone's okay with this thievery on Bucky's part. Mm. Also, Bucky got to be funny in this yeah. episode. He always has to be so serious in the movies because, you know, he's a Hydra assassin. But um, <laughs> I was reading, I think I posted this article on uh, on our Facebook page. So, by the way, go to our Facebook page. Lots of content there. Do it. Um, and they were talking about uh, some of the recording sessions that they've had. And they specifically mentioned Sebastian Stans because he was like, well, I've got I've got funny lines. <laughs> They're like, yeah. And in this alternate universe, Bucky gets to be funny. And he's like, What? <laughs> And a couple of weeks back, he had posted videos of himself in the recording booth. And I know I have spoken at length about Sebastian Stan's face on this podcast. <laughs> but he is pulling some amazing facial expressions when he's doing these lines. It's so good. Also, they said Paul Rudd was their favorite one. They said he was in there for like three hours and basically got employee of the month. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited for his. But like, of course he did. He's Paul Rudd. Yeah, yeah. He's... <laughs> funny he's a funny guy well i really i really liked that bucky got to be bucky as well i thought it was fun to see you know it's it's always exciting to see a character that you know still be that character but get to be a little bit different so i mean this whole series is like made for me like (laughs) oh my gosh i get to see a superhero be a different superhero like so cool uh but it is fun to see the characters that you know, in Captain America, the first Avenger, Bucky 
was just his friend. He wasn't super powered. He didn't have a metal arm. He was just Bucky. His better looking friend. Right. (laughs) And so it was fun to see Bucky get to be Bucky. Especially more. Like, I feel like we didn't see him a whole lot in that first movie. So it was a lot of fun to see him in this movie. Um, I do wish that since it was animated, they had given him a more like comic book Bucky Barnes outfit. Although I know like he wasn't he wasn't really Captain Carter's like right hand sidekick. But I thought it would be fun to like, oh, you know, they tried a little bit. They gave him more of like a movie Bucky Barnes outfit which is fine, but like, come on, just do it. You guys made Vision and Wanda dress up like their cartoon versions and old Loki made is... poor Richard Ingram. Yeah. So like, come on, give me give me comic book Bucky Barnes. Like, short shorts, funny little mask. Um, Googling. Yeah, I, I think he has, I think he's he looks like Robin. Like Batman and Robin. Oh, that's my. the, that's his his look um but i also think he's like a kid in the comics i think he's like 14 or 15 or something and then steve is like in his 20s i was gonna say is steve also 14 no no i think i don't know (laughs) any look any captain america fans tell us because i don't remember Mm -hmm. but i'm pretty sure steve is older and bucky is like a kid that somehow gets to fight in the war i don't know uh, <laughs> so I'm super excited for the next episode. Um, we are trying super hard to get early access to these episodes so that we can release our podcast for you either day of or early. I don't know. We'll decide that once we get early access, fingers crossed, but barring that be sure to Check out our Patreon, like we said, because we are going to be posting these episodes up early on Patreon uh, before we post them public for everyone else. And then talk with us on social media. Let us know what you think. Let us know what you think of our show. Leave us reviews. Ask us questions. Um, I actually made a couple questions for you, listener. So I want to know, what was your favorite moment from this first episode of What If? And who else would you like to see potentially be Captain America or in the Captain America role? If you could pick any other Avenger or superhero or villain. I mean, who knows? Like, what if in this universe Thanos becomes Captain America? I don't know. Just tell me who you think. Uh, And on that, Elisa, who would you like to see? Bucky. Yeah, I know that's that's the basic girl answer, but <laughs> but I would like to see that. Yeah, yeah, I think for me, I would want to see uh, like a Thor, Thor Captain America, like Captain maybe Australia. yeah, maybe he like or, yeah Captain Asgard. Maybe he like comes to Earth and like he's kind of scrawny, but he's this he's supposed to be this god, and then he gets an injection and becomes super soldier for. I don't know. I think it'd be fine. I don't know I think if he could weird. get more buff than he already is. Yeah. Well, he'd have to be. Yeah, he'd have to be more like scrawny to start. Maybe he's like scrawny. Oh, what if it was Loki? Asgard scrawny? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Loki would love it. He would love the attention. The USO yeah. tour would be his favorite part. <laughs> I did uh, this kind of like a 
step away from this, but I did just read uh, Agent of Asgard, mm-hmm. the Loki series. And yes. man, oh man, it was so much fun to see Loki be like a pseudo hero. I mean, if you've read the comic, then it takes a turn, but it was kind of <laughs> cool to see him be like, yeah, I'm going to be a good guy and fight for the right cause. I thought that was fun. I thought my favorite part of that comic is that his best friend is a girl who can tell when someone is lying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> Instead her Instead of power. like running the other direction, he's like, you and I are besties <laughs> forever. Yeah, they like eat ramen on the couch and stuff together. It's great. If yeah. you haven't read it, go read it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I think that about does it for episode one. Mm-hmm. So definitely join us next week when we get to break into what if dot 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 question mark episode two which is do we know what the next week's episode is uh i don't i tried to look it up earlier and it just says episode two so (gasps) i figured somebody that was doing a review may have said i haven't listened to any reviews because like i don't want to be swayed one way or the other Mm -hmm. um but i did not see anyone posting the title of the episode so yeah i think that the first three are uh, this one, the Captain Carter, uh, the Iron Man Killmonger one, and uh, the Black Panther as Star-Lord one. Okay. But I don't know the order. I'm going to say, after seeing who we think is Shumagora, (laughs) I think that they're going to go Guardians next and explain some of the outer space stuff. And maybe that will be the tie in together it's gonna be like a jungle swing from one to another where they're just like this is tangentially connected and this is also exactly exactly (laughs) and then eventually somehow the multiverse is gonna happen and they're all gonna meet up together and become the what if avengers i don't know (laughs) but that's my that's my thought of what the next one is that'd be a lot of fun (laughs) (laughs) so be sure to join us next week uh i believe all three of us will be here talking about it so yeah see you guys next week oh do you want to do you want to uh send us out with a cool catchphrase oh gosh i have to think of another one okay yeah on the Uh, spot (laughs) well now you've ruined it (laughs) after a while loki crocodile (laughs) (laughs) oh my god i fell in my chair oh that's perfect (laughs) see you guys next week Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.